Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, December the 11th, 2021. As we welcome you to the WCW USU here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode 289 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Coming at you from the HQ here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw. Back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to review the week that was here in the radio network. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to that, we have today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you some wrestling news tidbits that have come in between overnight from last night and also, of course, today. If you wish to chime in and listen in on what we have to talk about here, of course, today, please feel free, of course, to give us please by all means give us a call the phone number as always 1605-562-0444 caller id 1414 pound and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening it is now officially six o'clock eastern time ladies and gentlemen on of course as we said uh, Saturday, December 11th, 2021, two weeks away from Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're staying safe out there, but also at the same time, hoping you get your get your Christmas, of course, all sit, situated, set up, everything. Because you never know here. <clears throat> you never know here, folks. That they, the, the, the next day here, of course, like I said, it's going. The season's on. The Christmas uh, Christmas day is going to come right up there on us, sneak on us like a. Just like white on rice, as they always used to say. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and head on over here to check our, start off with our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here for this evening on Power Hour 289. Let's start off with our wrestling portion here of our, of our birthday, of our history report for today, December 11th. And here we go. On this date in 1975, All Japan Pro Wrestling holds its, holds its first ever show in the famous Budokan Hall in Tokyo. The main event sees Giant Baba and the Destroyer defeat the team of Jumbo Saruta and Dory Funk Jr. On his date in 1997, <coughs> excuse me, taping of Raw's War in Lowell, Massachusetts, WWF Commissioner Sergeant Slaughter sets up a European title match between champion Shawn Michaels and his Degeneration X cohort, Triple H. Rather than sow seeds of tension between the two, Michaels, who is also the WWF champion, <clears throat> uh, theatrically laid down for Triple H to, to cover and become the new champion. Both men celebrated the, the title afterwards. Uh, let's see here. On this date in 2002, at a weekly NWA TNA pay-per-view taping in Nashville, Sonny Siaki dethroned Jerry Lynn to win the NWA's X Division title. Of course, later on becoming the TNA X Division title. On a stage in 2005 at TNA Turning Point, of course, took place at the Impact Zone in Orlando. No, no title changes at this event, with Jeff Jarrett retaining his NWA World Heavyweight title against Rhino in the main event. In the opening match, Sabu defeated Abyss in a barbed wire massacre match. <clears throat> on his day in 2009, El Macias defeated Dr. Wagner Jr. at Triple A War of the Titans to win the Mega Championship. On his day in 2010, WWE's Tribute to the Troops was taped at Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas. Shared on USA Network one week later, the main event saw John Cena, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio victorious over The Miz, Wade Barrett, and Alberto Del Rio. On this date in 2011, TNA held their final resolution pay-per-view at the Impact Zone. There were no title changes at this card in the main event for the TNA World Heavyweight title. Champion Bobby Roode and AJ Styles went to a 3-3 draw in a 30-minute Ironman match. Earlier, Jeff Hardy defeated Jeff Jarrett in a steel cage match come the number one contender to, for the heavyweight title. As per the stipulations of the bout, Jeff and Karen Jarrett had to leave TNA. Jeff Jarrett would not appear again on a TNA, at a TNA pay-per-view until June of 2015. 
On this day in 2011, WWE's presented tribute to the troops, this time at the Crown Coliseum in Fayetteville, North Carolina. This was the first time the event had been taped in an actual actual arena rather than on an Army base. The aired two days later on USA Network with the opener and main event airing on NBC on, <clears throat> on December the 17th. The opening match saw Wade Barrett and Randy Orton fight to a double countout. In the main event, CM Punk, John Cena, and The Big Show defeated Alberto Del Rio, The Miz, and Mark Henry. On a stage in 2014, NXT TakeOver 3 Revolution aired from Full Sail University. The opening match the debut of Kevin Owens defeating C.J. Parker, of course now better known as Juice Robinson. In the main event, NXT fan favorite Sami Zayn was finally able to capture the NXT title, defeating fellow babyface Adrian Neville. After the match, Zayn's best friend and former tag team partner Owens came out to celebrate with him before turning on the new champion with a vicious attack, including a power bomb onto the ring apron. All this and all this date in the last two moments, of course, takes place on this date in 2019. First one on NXT's weekly TV show at Full Sail University, Angel Garza defeated Leo Rush to win the NXT Cruiserweight title, and AEW held the 11th episode of AEW Dynamite in Garland, Texas. The main event saw the Young Bucks defeat Santana and Ortiz in a street fight. And, of course, we have three birthdays to talk about here today. First off, today we wish a very, very 28th birthday to Sonny Kiss. We also <clears throat> we also wish a very happy, let's see, Happy 37th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to the nerd, James Ellsworth. Of course, that's what JD, of course, calls him. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish a very happy, let's see. Uh, yes, happy 40, happy 47th birthday here today to Ray Mysterio. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, to Sunny Kiss, James Ellsworth, and Ray Mysterio. That's it for your wrestling portion. Now let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and proceed directly to your <clears throat> to your pop culture portion, of course. And we always remember, ladies and gentlemen, we will be we will present this just like we just the way we present it every single Wednesday on WCWS outside the ropes. So let's go ahead and let's, let's go ahead and get this up here and going here for today, December 11th. Here, of course, there's a bunch to talk about here. Yes. Uh, okay. Here we go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for on this day, December eleventh, <clears throat> on this date in sixteen twenty, the Mayflower Pilgrims come ashore at, in, of course, in Plymouth Bay, traditionally thought to be at Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts. <clears throat> of course, um, of course, uh, of course, like I guess, see. On this day in 1792, Francis King Louis the 16th goes on trial, accused of high treason and crimes against the state. On this date in 1913, the Mona Lisa recover, was recovered two years after it was stolen from the Louvre Museum. Of course, that's in Paris. On this day in 1931, the statue of Westminster gives complete legislative statute. I'm sorry, of Westminster gives complete legislative independence to Canada. Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Ireland, of course, which is a free state, and Newfoundland, at that time, it was not part of Canada. On this day, 1936, Edward VIII announces in a radio broadcast that he is abdicating the British throne to marry Wallace Simpson. On this day, in the United Nations Children's Fund, or UNICEF, was established and won the Nobel, uh, Nobel Prize in 1965. On August 8, 1997, delegates from 150 industrial nations attending the UN climate conference in Kyoto, Japan, reach an agreement to control heat-trapping greenhouse gases. One moment here from movies and television to share with you on this date in 1967. The movie Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which was directed by Stanley Kramer, starred Spencer Tracy, Sidney Poitier, and Katherine Hepburn, premieres in New York City. Catherine Hepburn would win the Academy Award for Best Actress in 1968. 
Today in music history, on this day in 1946, Hank Williams Sr. begins to record on the Sterling label. <clears throat> Today in sports history, on this date in 1951, Joe DiMaggio announces his retirement from baseball. On this date <clears throat> in 1395, John Eleanor Reichner, a male cross-dressing prostitute, is brought to court in London for committing that detestable, unmentionable, and ignominious ignominious vice in late medieval England's only recorded case on same-sex intercourse verdict was on it was it was it was, it was, it was unknown as to what it actually was in this case now some birthdays to mention here ladies and gentlemen we're just going to bring it here in this fashion Leo the tenth was born on this date in 1475 he would pass away in 1521 Robert Koch was born on this date in 1843. He would pass away in 1910. Annie Jump, Annie Jump Cannon was born on this date in 1863. She would pass away in 1941. Carlos Gardel was born on this date in 1890. He would pass away in 1935. Alexander Slosson, I believe that he may have been, I don't know if he was an actor or a writer. I'm not sure what he, what he did. He was born on this day in 1918. He would pass away in 2008. So he would be about, uh, so he would probably, I think he would live to be about, uh, let's see. Uh, he probably lived to be about, about 90 years old, I would think. And today, ladies and gentlemen, Haley Steinfeld, of course, uh, <clears throat> Who, of course, like I said, is going to be part of the upcoming Hawkeye uh, Marvel series coming up here very soon. Today, she, she turns 25 years old. And we do have some very interesting birthdays to bring you, of course, here tomorrow. We will, and we'll promote, and we'll bring those here to you right here on the on. We'll bring, we'll bring them from WWUS this morning, tomorrow morning. On this date in 2014, <laughs> I don't know if this is something JD might need or not. But on this day in 2014, the world's first penis transplant procedure by a team from Stellenbosch University and Tigerberg Hospital in Cape Town, South Africa. Apparently, someone someone lost their someone lost their member and they had a transplant. And someone got transplant from. Hmm, quite interesting. Some weddings to talk about here on this date in 1924, photographer. Alfred uh, Stiglitz, there you go, who was 60 at the time, marries artist Georgia O'Keeffe, who was 37 at the time, in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. On his day in 1946, Bill Haley, of course, lead singer of Bill Haley, Bill Haley and his Comets, uh, um, one at the time, marries Dorothy Rowe, divorce in 1952. And on his day in 1993, Canada's Prime Minister at the time, Stephen Harper, who was 34 at the time, Teske, who was 30 at the time. Three passings to talk about here today. Uh, Charles, let's see, Charles XII passed away on this date in 1718. Legendary, um, um, one first, uh, um, Models, I guess, I guess you could say possibly, I guess, the post nude or, right. Uh, anyway, Betty Page passed away on this date in 2008. And legendary musician Ravi Shankar passed away on this date in 2012. And we do have some interesting uh, passings to talk about here, of course, here tomorrow morning. <clears throat> on this day in 1896, a pioneer, I'm going to try to pronounce his first name, Guglielmo Marconi's career received a big boost on this day with backing from the British Post Office. Of course, I believe he might be, might be responsible for the, uh, uh, or um, it looks like it had to do with uh, sending one of the first telegraphs. Like talking about without wires, basically. Hmm. Very interesting, of course, here indeed. Now, now let's go ahead and check your movies and television history and birthdays here for today. 
On this date in 1882, Victorian Sardis play Fedora with Sarah Bernhardt would premiere in Paris. On this day in 1909, colored moving pictures demonstrated at Madison Square Garden in New York City. A uh, couple moments here in 1948. First, WHEN, now WTVH TV Channel 5 in Syracuse, New York, which is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. Also, the same year, WMC TV Channel 5 in Memphis, Tennessee, which is an NBC affiliate, begins its broadcasting. On this day in 1949, WOAI, now KMOL TV Channel 4 in San Antonio, Texas, which is an NBC affiliate, begins this broadcast. On this date in 1953, KTVA-TV Channel 11 in, in Anchorage, Alaska, which is a CBS affiliate, becomes Alaska's very first television station. On this date in 1960, Cy Coleman and Carolyn Lee's musical Wildcat, of course with Lucille Ball, premieres in New York City. On this date in 1967, as we said, the movie Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, starring Spencer Tracy, Sidney Poitier, and Catherine Hepburn, would be Danny Kramer does premiere in New York City. As we said at the Academy Awards in 1968, Catherine Hepburn would win the award for Best Actress for this movie. <clears throat> Some birthdays to talk about here today. Legendary actress Rita Marino today turns 90. Uh, yeah, it's a, a, peri, a, peri, a perico. I'm, up, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that today. It turns 88. As we said, Haley Steinfeld from, from the new um, Hawkeye, from Marvel's new Hawkeye TV series, today turns 25. Also, like we said, Betty Page passed away on this date in 2008. On So when did you talk about on this date in 1999? Actor Robbie Coltrane, if you might remember from Harry Potter, he played the, uh, the big bearded fella. Um, <clears throat> uh, of Scottish descent, of course, he would marry Ronna Gimp. They would pass away only four years later. On this day in 2010, Joel Madden, who was who was the lead vocalist of the group Good Charlotte, who was 31 at the time, marries fashion designer and actress Nicole Ritchie, who was 30 at the time at Beverly Hills, California. I believe this is the same Nicole Ritchie, who is the daughter of legendary musician Lionel Ritchie. And on this day in 2010, actress Joanna Garcia, who was 32 at the time, marries New York Yankees Nick Swisher, who was 31 at Breakers Hotel and Resort in Palm Beach, Florida. Now let's go to your music history and birthday report right here. On this date in 1882, Boston's Bijou Theater, the first American play lit exclusively by electricity. The first performance was Gilbert and Sullivan's, let's see, I I loathe it. I, I loathe it. I, Let's pronounce that. I'll say 1946, Hank Williams Sr. begins to record on the Sterling label. On a say 1947, Bob Hilliard and Sigmund's musical Angel in the Wings opens at Coordinate Theater in New York City for 308 performances. On a say in 1950, Paul Hindemith's Concerto for Clarinet premieres with, with the Philadelphia Orchestra conducted by Eugene Ormandy and also Benny Goodman as soloist at the Academy on a day in 1951, the single entitled The Wild Side of Life was recorded by Hank Thompson and his Brazos Valley Boys. It won Billboard Song of the Year in 1952. On a day in 1961, Elvis Presley's song Blue Hawaii album goes number one and stays number one for 20 weeks. A couple of moments here on, on this day in 1965, Anna closes at Ziegfeld Theater. After 16 performances, and Yearling closes at the at the Alvin Theater in New York City after only three performances. Hector Berlow was born on this day in 1803. He would pass away in 1869. Carlos Gandale was born, like I said, born on this day in 1890. He would pass away in 1935. Also, of course, as we said, who's in addition to acting, there they were also known known in the music world. Marino, as you said, today turns 90, and Haley Steinfeld today turns 25. Also, Robbie Shankar passed away on this date in 2012. Also, we've also mentioned this before, 1946, 
Bill Haley of the group Bill Haley and his comments who was would marry Dorothy Crow he would they would divorce six years later and on this day in 2010 Joel Madden of the lead vocalist of Good Charlotte <coughs> would of course uh, marry actress Nicole Ritchie of course the daughter of Lionel Ritchie in Beverly Hills let's see here uh, yeah. Now let's check out your sports history here, folks. On this day in 1886, the first yacht race across the Atlantic Ocean uh, as schooner, schooners Fleetwing, Vesta, and the Henrietta with New York Playboy on board leave Sandy Hook for the Sicily Isles, and the Henri Henrietta was the one that actually wins, wins the race. On his day, 1926, Leo O'Connor is unbeaten on 143 as Queensland wins their first Sheffield Shield match by five wickets versus New South Wales at the Sydney Cricket Ground. We have three moments that took place on this date in 1934. First off, the first Toronto Maple Leaf penalty, Conacher unsuccessful versus the Rangers. Second, Ford, Ford C. Frick becomes president of baseball's National League. And speaking of the National League, they vote to permit night baseball up to seven, excuse me, up to seven games per home team. On this day, 1937, the 25th CFL Grey Cup at Varsity Stadium in Toronto, the Toronto Argonauts claimed their fourth championship as they beat the Winnipeg Blue Board to three. On this day, in 1938, the National Football League Championship at Polo Grounds, New York City. New York Giants beat the Green Bay Packers 23-17, record, record title game attendance 48,120. And on this day, 1941, the Australian State Cricket Associations, uh, South, uh, South Australia, Victoria, Queensland, and New South Wales decided meetings with new Prime Minister John Curtin and in state first-class matches for the duration of World War II. Some birthdays in the world of sports. First off, on this day in 1880, Frank Tarrant was born in Fitzroy, Melbourne, Victoria, which I believe that's in Australia. He was a cricketer of Australian descent. He would pass away in 1951. On this day in 1909, John Wire was born in Kidderminster, Kidderminster England. He was a sport racing team manager, of course, of English descent. He would pass away in 1989. I say 1924, Doc Blanchard. He was was born in McCall, South Carolina. He was a college football Hall of Fame fullback, won the Heisman Trophy in 1945, national championship in 1944, 45, and 46 when he was with Army. He would pass away in, in 2009. And I'll say 1927, Stein Eriksson, Norway. He was an alpine skier of Norwegian descent, of course. He won the first Olympic giant solemn gold in 1952. He would pass away in 2015. Some passings in the world of sports. On a state in 1903, Patrick Machane, who was a cricket player and umpire of Australian descent, <clears throat> was part of the 1884 to 85 Ashes series, would pass away at the age of only 45. On a state in 1959, Jim Bottomley, who was a baseball player from right here in America, Passed away at the age of 59. I want to say 1972, John Mills, who was a cricket batsman uh, from New Zealand, he had seven tests and 244, 241 runs, one, one times 100, but passed away at the age of 67. And on this day, 1978, Paul O'Day, who was a baseball player, player would pass away he was born so he was born in 1920 so he would possibly about 57 58 years old he would he would he would pass he would pass on and of course as we mentioned one wedding here in the state 2010 joanna garcia actress jo joanna garcia would marry nick swisher of the new york yankees at breakers hotel and resort in palm beach florida so ladies and gentlemen there you have it there with your wrestling and pop culture Birthday reports here for today. <clears throat> Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming does post, of course, our daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports 
seven days a week. Uh, the wrestling portion on WCW US Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation, and the pop culture portion on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment. Also, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that Justin, along with the human suplex machine, John Gross, does provide us with, of course, our daily wrestling and pop culture history. Uh, every single day, of course, in the WCWS Radio Network, of course, every Monday on Raw Radio. Also, of course, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCW Revolution, and every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-POUND. This is episode number 289 of <clears throat> WCWS Power Hour. This is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. It is 6.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here coming at you here as from the HQ in Trinity, North Carolina tonight. The rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, obviously, taking a, taking a, taking a humongous rest after, of course, what was a very big-time uh, week here in the radio network here. Uh, let's go ahead and run through some of the stuff that did take place. Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did have the NXT War Games pay-per-view. Uh, we saw some we saw some, some impressive matchups here, of course, indeed. As we saw, of course, the young generation of NXT in the men's War Games match. We saw Team, as, as they call themselves, Team 2.0. Get by, of course, the team black and gold. We saw, of course, Imperium hold on to the NXT tag team titles. We also saw, of course, Roderick Strong get by Joe Gacy to hold on to the NXT Cruiserweight title. Uh, some speculation that that they may move the Cruiserweight title away from NXT. I'm not sure, but there's been some talk about it. Also, of course, here. <clears throat> Also, of course, Cameron Grimes would be able, would defeat Duke Hudson and shave his hair off. And also the women's war games match. We also saw, of course, the, the, the combination of Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, who put on a tremendous performance on Sunday, as well as Kaylee Ray, get by, of course, Dakota Kai, and, of course, the trio uh, that is currently holding all the women's belts in NXT, of course, Toxic Attraction, of course, Mandy Rose, uh, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. <clears throat> uh, of course, to pick up that win there, of course, like I said, Raquel and everyone, of course, on her team put on a tremendous performance here, not to take anything away from anyone. Corey, of course, shine big time here, but nevertheless here, they really put on one heck of a show here of course indeed um of course we saw on raw ladies and gentlemen uh the the continuation of the situation here involving uh obviously of course the who was going to of course go after big e's wwe title obviously of course they decided that day one obviously you're going to it looks like you're going to have threat match with big e defending the belt against both seth rollins and kevin owens you're also going to, and of course, obviously, uh, Becky Lynch, of course, taking the cheap way out by getting by, and with all due respect to the Iceman, who was, of course, a fan of Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch, of course, holding on to the ropes and get by Liv Morgan, hold on to the Raw Women's Belt. Uh, we, of course, also saw some of the aftermath that took place from war, uh, the War Games pay-per-view, of course, on NXT 2.0, of course, uh, including, of course, Johnny Gargano making that influential speech. Of course, as you know, there's been some speculation as to what Gargano is going to probably do. Um, I, but, of course, obviously, that was before Grayson Waller, who was part of the team that defeated the Black and Gold, of course, on Sunday, came out. And, of course, like I said, a statement, of course, here saying that he was he was they, that Gargano was no longer the man, and he was the man, and so I'm sure that that based upon that, that Gargano was not going to probably let that slide. But 
we'll have to wait and see, of course, what will happen with that. Uh, of course, Kyle Riley, obviously, uh, of course, later on, we would hear that Gargano would become a free agent. We have not heard anything official about Kyle Riley, which was another person, um, even after the match that he had with his tag team partner on Sunday, Von Wagner. After Von Wagner slammed the door right in his face. So I'm not sure what the, was going to be the case here with that. So we're just going to wait and see what happens. Of course, Dynamite, of course, did not disappoint here, of course, as well. Uh, <clears throat> of course, obviously, the big the big story, obviously, was with the Simpsons. This, this did take place in Long Island. Obviously, of course, uh, MJF was, was the odds zone's favorite. Um, of course, apparently, CM Punk this time was, of course, was the one being booed. So, uh, so roles kind of were kind of reversed there in a way. Um, and, of course, like I said, the AWs to continue to deliver so much great action, of course, here indeed. Uh, <clears throat> between, of course, their shows on YouTube as well as, of course, Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, of course, you got a big uh, event, big episode of Dynamite coming up next week, of course, called Winter is Coming. And, of course, we all know what's going to happen there. Brian Danielson, of course, you know, member of Daniel Bryan, obviously continues to make a make a uh, statement here, of course, as he, since due to his, due to his opportunity, the fact that he did earn that opportunity for the AEW, for an AEW world title shot against the new champion, Hangman Adam Page, uh, of course, systematically trying to take out members of the Dark Order. Which of course Adam Page has been a part, what has been a part of, and befriended <clears throat> for quite some time. So, obviously, of course, this is this is going to be this is going to be steamed up here big time. Obviously, of course, things heating up, of course, on Impact here as well. <clears throat> obviously, of course, the knockout the knockouts championship. Is at some point here, I'm sure it's going to, probably, going to be a rematch there between the new champion Mickey James and, of course, the former champion Deanna Perrazzo. Somehow they were able to get by, of course, and they mixed that Perrazzo along with Matthew Wanholt was able to get a good victory, of course, on Thursday over Mickey James and, of course, uh, Chris Saban. But still, this is going to be uh, one heck of a performance, no doubt. <clears throat> Obviously, of course, uh, let me see. Uh, SmackDown did not seem to dis, in some cases, did not really seem to disappoint. There were some moments there, obviously, we were not really fond of. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but of course, obviously, Tony Storm continues, of course, to push the situation here. Obviously, of course, as she had an opportunity to face Charlotte for the SmackDown women's title. Charlie keeps trying to blow her off, and of course, we all saw this even steam up. Of course, after some, a little bit after Thanksgiving, of course, after with the deal with, of course, the pies in the face and everything like that. Uh, obviously, of course, also Brock Lesnar making his presence felt, making his presence known. Uh, of course, making a lot of people nervous here, including, of course, um, obviously the fact that the so jerk of the table, Roman sucks was not there last night, but obviously Paul Heyman was. And, <clears throat> of course, obviously after the deal with uh, Sami Zayn feeling he was screwed out of the uh, opportunity to defeat Roman Reigns with the Universal title. And obviously, of course, Brock Lesnar on there trying to make a little bit of a statement. So, <clears throat> but nevertheless here, on know now at day one that Roman will have to defend the universal title this time it, it this time once again it will be against Brock Lesnar and I'm pretty certain that that there's going to be other stipulations that's going to take place here as a direct result of of course uh sideway sideway Brock will not be screwed out of this again kind of like how he was back in October at Crown Jewel but uh <clears throat> but of course obviously it was kind of interesting of course him getting into the face to Baton Peace, finding out that the money that Brock Lesnar paid, of course, due to his suspension, obviously that money went to charity, which, which obviously, of course, 
Brock was kind of happy to really see that. But other than that, I mean, we all noticed to look on Adam Pierce's face. We thought he was going to take a dump. But, then, but also the other situation, of course, surrounding the feud between Sonya Deville and Naomi. Apparently, like I said, Sonya Deville has got on her side, Shane and Baszler in the town. And then the next thing you know, you got Zia Lee coming up from NXT and obviously siding with Naomi. And apparently they probably Zia Lee, of course, delivering those big kicks, obviously, to to of course Natalia and Shane, and then obviously delivered a huge one to in the face to Sonya Deville. So maybe maybe something might happen here. I have no idea. But of course, obviously, obviously, of course. Sonya Deville was before all this happened was trying to put all this in her favor when she was actually going to decide to have a to have a, a, a bout against Naomi, and then all of a sudden you were going to have you were actually you were actually going to have <clears throat> Shayna Baszler as a timekeeper, and you're going to have Natalya as the ring announcer. So if that wasn't, of course, the way to kind of screw uh, screw screw Naomi out of out of the, you know, out of this match and get put put it put him in Sonya Deville's good graces. I don't know what was, but obviously, like I said, Zia Lee came out and just simply said, you know, she is now known as the protector. So obviously, so obviously, Zia Lee pretty much kind of kind of uh, <clears throat> kind of really put things into perspective here, and it looks like that Sonya Deville's got somebody else now that she's going to have to worry about. That's and that is, of course, like I said, in addition to, to Naomi, to also obviously, of course, Zia Lee as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we did, of course, have our our War Games prediction title challenge, of course, and and by uh, and of course, uh, we did have a good, we had a good, a good, obviously, um, <clears throat> a good um, run with this, of course. Uh, we, of course. The Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, as well as, of course, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, Alayla Peters, William Banks, the Ken Club, Mitt Patel, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, as well as newcomer Ian McWilliams, Antonio Gutierrez, as, and the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas. Obviously, of course, did, did, of course, obviously had some very good runs here, of course, here indeed, with John, Justin, and JD in first place in the title challenge. Uh, Layla Peters, William Banks, uh, Mitt, and also Mr. Hulkamania coming in second place. And also in third place, Ian McWilliams, Antonio Gutierrez, and Shaq coming in third place in this. We also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, did point out that John and JD did have, of course, were, of course, going into this thing, the current holders of the, John was the current holder of the NXT web. Title and JD was the was the holder at the time of the NWA US War Games title. We of course had that match throughout the week, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, with a score of four votes to nothing, John got by JD and held on to the NXT US War Games belt. But in the process, he won the NWA US War Games belt. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, as a result, there as for everybody, everybody else did also receive because we don't rule anybody out here folks we do not we do not rule anybody out here of course here at all uh, <clears throat> of course everyone Justin as well as of course our second and third place finishers got an opportunity to of course earn earn the right to face whoever would win both both these belts of course in separate matches so right now ladies and gentlemen you have the NXT US War Games Championship being defended now John against Alayla Peters, who won the, the voting from that from this past week. And also, you've got John taking on Ian McWilliams, who won the voting in that. Uh, is now going to be facing John as well for the NWA US War Games Championship. So it's, all, it's, it's going to be a tremendous matchup here, no doubt. Of course, the results, once again, ladies and gentlemen, of the special triple threat match for the AEWS Tag Team, of course, everyone from the big contenders match that we did before Halloween, of course, was, of course, given an opportunity. 
John and Justin, of course, obviously have been very, very dominant, of course, here in this case, and holding on to these belts. They were, they were actually, of course, like I said, did get by, of course, two teams here, which was the ultimate test, as they got by, of course, Layla Peters and George Palmarino, who they tied the week prior, and also the team of the <coughs> UI World Tag Team Champions, Heather Renee and Chelsea Glover. So now, ladies and gentlemen, there's a, they have one more challenge to face <coughs> before they'll have an opportunity to go up against anyone who wishes to throw out the gauntlet. Um, as they're now facing the team of Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and Danny from Oak Park, which is the last team that took part in the uh, in the contenders, um, in the big contenders match we had, like I said, around how we got that going on here right now, even as we speak. And, of course, those matches have been posted, officially have been posted in the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase page. And we'll keep you informed here, ladies and gentlemen, um, to give this a little bit of time here to for, for for everyone to of course get their votes in as to who they feel should should of course pick up the AEWS tag team belts as well as the NXT US War Games and the NWA US War Games belt. We will of course keep you informed about all this here as well. And of course keep in mind there folks if you wish to challenge Anyone who is a, who any for, for any one of the belts that we have on hand against anyone who anyone who currently holds these titles, please of course please of course message me. Uh, the, the the list is now is now not only available on WCW US Universe, which is facebook.com groups forward slash universe united, but is also available, ladies and gentlemen, on the on the WCW US pay per view prediction center second phase page which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wcws ptc phase two one more ladies one more time ladies and gentlemen 1605-562-0444 caller id 1364 pound this is episode 289 of wcws power hour this is, of course, Saturday, December 11th, 2021. Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw here. Of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, taking it easy here this evening. As we said, of course, a big week here on the radio network. <clears throat> uh, keep in mind here, of course, here tomorrow morning, starting at 8 a.m., 805-8613 pound. As we will, of course, be, we'll, of course, have our, our daily, our, our, weekly morning show WCW US this morning as we will of course talk about tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports we will also of course ladies and gentlemen give you uh, line, our lineup for this week in the radio network and also bring you some more wrestling news tidbits from 411 mania be sure to ch check it out tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m. of course right here as part of the radio network on talkshoe.com now ladies and gentlemen let us, of course, see what we have in terms of. Let's see what we have in terms, of course, of any wrestling stories that have come in here through our friends at 411mania.com. And while that's pulling up here, folks, I will go ahead and point out here, as always, as always, the WCW US Radio Network has thanks our friends at 411.com for allowing the or read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour, do not forget also, of course, on Revolution, W.O. Wolfpack, Raw, Raw Rail of the Ropes, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. <clears throat> and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, when we, of course, get a lot more of our shows up and going here again, 411 Mania will definitely, of course, be utilized to that effect. Ladies and gentlemen, while we get this pulled up, let me take a quick pause here. Uh, it was about let's see, uh, 17 more minutes to go before we end up for end, end up end up for the night. So stand by for just one second. I will return shortly.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Let's see. Let's see what wrestling stories we have up and about here, of course, here today. Let's give you our. Let's just go ahead and run it down here, folks. We got several here to bring you, and if we go past the seven o'clock hour, that's quite all right. Just to this story here, as Matt Taven says that he still has some time left on his Ring of Honor contract. An interview with with some time left on his contract, and here are some highlights on his current deal. With Ring of Honor, Taven says, I still have a little bit of time under my current contract. There definitely are restrictions in some sense, but they're letting us get back out there and do independence and get our names back out there. This is how I came up. This is how I made my name in the first place. On Taven says, the high said, yes, so look around and see the way on the Ring of Honor. Honor taking care of us during this pandemic. Five months' time, we were doing nothing for them or for TV. Really, much as we could at home. But you just know when you look around, you're like, man, they're paying everyone their full salaries and getting to their return. That can't last forever. When we came back, it felt good that okay. We I think the certainty of where we kept going from having a crowd to not having a crowd. That kept me on my toes of thinking anything could happen at any moment. On if he expects Ring of Honor to come back, Taven says, I always had my, I always kind of had had my guard up. I would say I didn't think anything necessarily caught me off guard. I was always <clears throat> just looking around, wondering where things stand, and we were told where, where things stand. But then we were also told that there's going to be a future. We just don't know what it is. When there's an uncertain time like that, I just always put it in my mind like, okay, this is the end. Whatever happens after this is a bonus. So you don't get your hopes, you don't get your hopes too high up or too low. It's definitely a tough thing, but it is what it is. Such is the wrestling world. On the pandemic hitting Ring of Honor, Taven says, I mean, we were told that we were amping up for weekly live TV and the pandemic hit and everything in the world started changing. We were fortunate. I can remember during the pandemic thinking a call like this could happen on any day just because of the uncertainty of everything. You're watching people outside the wrestling world getting laid off left and right. You can't help but think, oh, this could happen to us. True words from Mr. Taven right there. So we'll have to wait and see, of course, how we'll just have to wait and see, of course, obviously, but bring up. I believe they're supposed to have their final battle show tonight. So I'll have to wait and see, of course, how that's going to go down. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Amazing Red is injured and his match against Malachi Black for House of Glory has been postponed. House of Glory has announced that Amazing Red has suffered an injury as matches Malachi Black for them them has been postponed. The match was set to happen at the For the Glory tonight. Black will still be at the event, which will now have a big surprise. They wrote in a statement breaking, unfortunately, Amazing Red was injured in preparation for of his main event match with Malachi Black tonight at For the Glory. This match will be postponed. We have a new main event plus a big surprise. Don't miss it. Malachi Black will be in the building. We wish Amazing Red a speedy recovery and thank you for your understanding. And of course, you can check out House of Glory's uh, Instagram account, of course, uh, for, for that right there. Of course, amazing, of course, a great superstar. I remember seeing him a long time ago. Tremendous superstar, of course, here indeed.
Sorry about that here, folks. We're just a little bit. Sorry for the delay here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're having a little bit of a, of a having a little bit of a small difficulty here. Uh, Course, ladies and gentlemen, it has been. We've had, of course, uh, some uh, some weather issues here. Of course, here just um, here within the last little little while down here in my neck of the woods here in Trinity, North Carolina. Uh, so. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure about what's going to be our. Apparently, like I said, we're I'm still having a little technical issue here. I'm not sure if the weather is a factor or not. Uh, We do have a bunch of good stories here that we would like to bring you. Um, the way our computer is, the way our system here is acting up, not 100% certain if we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to bring We're going to be able to bring you any of these stories or not. Uh, and the show has been going quite well here, folks. Or here within the last, la the within the last hour, but. Now, all of a sudden, we got this little. We have this.
we're not able to pull up anything here. Apparently, like I said, it's just. A lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, we do have stuff that's trying to boot up. Uh, and we're trying to, uh, word, and a lot of times it might interfere with, of course, our signal here. So, 